How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I am your host, Dr. Rob, and as always, I am excited and happy to be with you today to bring you another top topic. And before I get started, I would be remiss in my duty if I did not take time to <clears throat> recognize the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a man who changed the world to make world the world a better place and to bring equality and and level the playing field for people of color here in America and have America live up to the ideals that are that were written in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. And although we celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday on Monday, January 17th as the national holiday, his actual birthday is today, January 15th, 1939. All praises due to Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, with that said, I think I have a very interesting topic for you today with this podcast. And that topic has to do with who is more responsible to prevent a pregnancy, a pregnancy during a one night stand. Is it the man or is it the woman or is it both parties? In theory, I would say it's both parties. But before we unpack and dig, take a deep dive into this issue, I'd like to just share some statistics with you that have to do with fatherless children because in reality, that is the real topic of the show. And my position is there are many cases where one night stands lead to fatherless children. And so, excuse me, according to the U.S. Census, 18.3 million children, one in four live without a biological father, stepfather, or adoptive father. Consequently, 
there is a father factor in in nearly all social ills facing America today. In other words, many of the problems that have to do with our behavior in society today has to do with the fact that there are so many fatherless children. For instance, a study of 13,986 women in prison showed that more than half of these women grew up without their fathers. 42% grew up in a single mother household and 16% grew up without either parent. So, some more statistics. How does growing up without a father affect a child? Statistics say that we know that children who grow up with absent fathers can suffer lasting damage. They are more likely to end up in poverty or drop out of school, become addicted to drugs, have a child out of wedlock, or even wind up in prison. How growing up without a father affects a girl. Adolescent girls who experience father absence early in life were twice as likely to have sexual intercourse and seven times likely to have been pregnant by the age of 17 relative to girls whose father relatives relative to girls whose fathers were present during their early development. One more stat to share with you, how growing up without a father affects boys. Boys are at risk of growing into men who have problems with behavior, emotional stability, and relationships with significant others and their children. And so, as the statistics show, fatherless children have a difficult time. And I think this is just a very, very important topic. And we need to take a look at it. So, what I want to talk about today is, who is more responsible during a one-night stand to help prevent a pregnancy that may lead to a fatherless child? Is it the man who is looking to score by having sex with a woman He just met at a bar or a party? Or is it the woman who is willing to have sex with pretty much a stranger who brought her to his place of residence or she may have brought the stranger to her place of residence in which they had sex and parted ways the next day and subsequently that sexual intercourse led to the woman getting pregnant. While responsibility 
Well, let me just say this. Whose responsibility is it to preclude a pregnancy from occurring after a one-night stand of sex between two strangers? It can be said that both people should be responsible. When I'm talking about when I say be responsible, I mean in terms of birth control. Perhaps a man, you know, having some condoms and a condom in his wallet or maybe in his car. Or even the woman may be providing that man with a condom if they should wind up at her place of residence to prevent a possible pregnancy as a result of a one-night stand. Personally, I think the woman should assume more responsibility in this case. What say you? I'd be curious to know what your thoughts are on the subject. And you can please feel free to email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com and share your views with me on this subject of who is more responsible to prevent a pregnancy during a one-night stand. Now, first of all, before I get started and share my take on this topic, As to why I believe the woman bears more responsibility to preventing a pregnancy during a one-night stand. I first want to point out that we should all be more aware of the significance of this issue based on the impact it has on the child and what the statistics say about the adverse impact on children who grow up without a father. One-night stands can lead to a life-changing experience for two people, the woman and the fatherless child. In the moment now, during the sexual encounter, it probably is hot, freaky, and a whole lot of other things. But it can have a consequence that should require us to be more responsible. Recently, I did a podcast on the topic regarding why black boys do not know their black fathers. And one of the reasons I came across is black boys, some black boys don't know their black fathers because of their black mothers. And with that said, I am not and I was not bashing black mothers. Lord knows I have a black mother or I had a black mother because my mother is deceased. However, I just want to be clear on the fact that this is not a bashing of black women or black mothers. What I'm doing is just trying to speak the reality of this situation. So what I have found in my research 
is that in the black community, there is evidence of women who have children as a result of a one-night stand. And then due to the shame and in some cases the embarrassment these women may feel as a result of that situation, they do not tell their children about the situation that led to the fact that their father is now absent from their lives. And then that too contributes to the behavioral and emotional issues of these children due to the fact that they believe their fathers abandoned them. When in fact, in many cases, their fathers may not even know that they conceived the child after the one night stand. Now, with regard to why I believe the woman would hold more responsibility in trying to prevent a pregnancy in this situation during a one-night stand, I'm going to share that with you after I take a break and let a promo in. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. Okay, thank you very much, and welcome back. So just before the, the break, I was talking about why I believe the woman holds more responsibility in trying to prevent a pregnancy with some form of birth control, condoms, birth control pills, or whatever the mechanism would be to preclude a woman from becoming pregnant during or as a result of a one-night stand. And my reasoning or rationale for that is that, I mean, I think it's just quite obvious, is that the the woman will bear the burden of the pregnancy. She will also bear the burden of the child rearing. Now, when I say the burden, I don't, I'm not speaking against childbirth or pregnancy or anything in that regard. What I'm talking about, as a as a woman, I mean, I've 
have three children, so I've I've experienced what what a pregnancy is like for a woman. I think I can. I'm not a woman, but I can speak. I can speak a little bit about the topic, and so. In addition to the emotional issues previously discussed in the statistics related to the effect that a fatherless, you know, the effect of the absence of a child as a result of growing up in a fatherless home, you know, the woman bears, she has to deal with that the pregnancy, and all that comes with that. Therefore, let me just point out, I am not necessarily opposed to the one-night stand as a part of our youthful adventure as young people. However, a one-night stand should not result in a lifetime of of adversity for little boys and girls who grow up without a father. Again, I ask, what say you? Who is more responsible or who should be more responsible, the man or the woman, when it comes to having a one-night stand and taking steps to prevent a pregnancy? I'm curious to know your thoughts. Earlier, I provided my email address, and I'll do it again just in case you missed it. It is changeagentrtg at gmail.com. You see, this is not about you or me. This is about the children. I'm not, this is not a bashing of the women or nor is this a bashing of the one-night stands because, see, Dr. Rob loved the kids, and it is imperative that we give our kids the best chance of growing up in a happy and emotionally healthy way, and both parents give our children the best chance to do that. And so just to further the discussion on this point regarding, you know, because as much as I'm talking about one-night stands, this is really about fatherless children and the connection to the fatherless children would be the one-night stands that in many cases lead to pregnancies. And so I'd like to tell you a little story about a fatherless person that I once knew. And so, you know, as a child growing up in Harlem, USA, in a public housing project, which now they call it NYCHA, New York City Housing Authority, For the most part, me and most of my friends, we grew up in single-parent households with just our mothers and our siblings. But we all knew our fathers as they visited us at our homes 
over time while we were growing up. I remember many instances where my friends and I, as even as little boys, we'd be playing in the dirt or, or you know, racing one another. Whatever we was do whatever we would be doing, somebody's father would, you know, show up and come and spend time with their with their son or daughter. And my father too has always been involved in my life. As a matter of fact, he is still involved in my life. And today my father is 88 years old and he's still involved in my life. And so as a, as a little boy, as a young adult, I had no idea that children were, you know, were growing up without their fathers. I had no idea about fatherless children. That's how, I guess, naive or ignorant on the subject I was because I had not had any any experiences with that, not in my own family and not amongst any of my friends in my close circle growing up in the public housing projects. Either if the father wasn't in the house, I had, you know, the father, the father came around and visited. And then I did have, you know, there was a contingent of friends whose fathers were in the house. So my experience on the fatherless child was really zilch. I had no idea that people did not know their fathers until I guess I was in my mid to upper 20s, I believe. And I dated a young lady who told me that she did not know her father. And throughout our relationship, she demonstrated lots of anger and mood swings, which were tied to the fact that her father was absent in her life. And she shared, you know, these things with me. As she attributed a lot of her, you know, behavior and mood swings were were a result of that void, not knowing her father. And this was around the time that, you know, applications and software was developed. And I think one of the first ones was BigHugs.com, which is comparable to Ancestry.com, but BigHugs.com was one of the first computer software or programs or websites that you could, that one could go to, to do some research to locate a, you know, missing parent, find out about their family history and so on and so forth. And I recall encouraging her to do that and even, you know, and even, you know, telling her that I would work with her to help her find her father so she can answer that question and possibly fill that void. But she was not interested in doing that. You know, she didn't want to face that reality of, 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 possibly finding her father and how she would behave and respond or react to him 
for being absent in her life. And so, as a matter of fact, let me just say this. When I met her, she was around, I don't know, 22 or 23 years old. And she was in a bad marriage to a man who was 65 years old. So can you imagine that? A 22 or 23-year-old young lady, relatively attractive too, marrying a 65-year-old man. And she told me that she married this this old man, you know, who was some 40 years older than her as a result of the daddy issues that she had. So the fatherless child issues, that's a real thing. As they say, call a thing a thing. And that's a real thing. And so I'm going to step aside right now, let a promo in, and we'll finish up on this topic on the other side of the break. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. All right, welcome back. Now, this is a tough subject, you know, the idea of a one-night stand, and who should be more responsible? Because during, you know, those moments, that time, I guess many of us, are, we're just not thinking that far ahead. You know, we come, we we get to where we're going, you know, in order to have this one-night stand. And sometimes we know it's going to be a one-night stand, and sometimes we don't. But whatever the case is, we're probably uh, inebriated or intoxicated or under the influence of some type of stimulus. And so we're not thinking, we're not in our right mind, we're just looking to have a good time. But then that good time, our lack of awareness in that moment, can lead to the birth of a child. And so... Again, this subject is really not about, you know, putting anybody down. It really is about lifting people up and raising awareness on the on the topic. You know, let me just check with the audience and, and see what they think about fatherless children. Because, you know, the reality is there's also a contingent of men who do abandon their uh their responsibilities once they find out that their girlfriends are pregnant 
you know when there, there when there is not a one night stand perhaps the the child is conceived after consensual sex so that that's a real thing and so what does my audience think about fathers who abandon their responsibility yeah, you're not going to get much support for that. You're not going to get much support for that. But again, this is really about raising awareness for more responsible behavior between ourselves as young adults or adults, period. When you are in the midst of a good time, we should always be cognizant of what is going on, especially if our behavior can lead to the conception of a baby boy or a baby girl that may grow up without his or her father. Now, I cannot tell you what to do, but I would like to strongly suggest that you men and you women exercise some real discretion while you are having fun during your next one-night stand and use a condom or some form of birth control so you don't create a not-so-happy life for another fatherless child. I mean, is that serious? And we can do better. I think I mentioned earlier in, in when I was sharing the statistics with you that there are over 18 million fatherless children in the United States. And among these 18 million children, some of them contribute to the societal ills that we experience. And so we have to do better. We have to do better. Not only for you, but for the children. And so with that said, before I wrap up the the podcast, I'm going to, to do a part two to this podcast. I'm going to see if I can... Uh, recruit one or two females to to be a part of the podcast. It may be the next podcast, but I'm certainly I'm not sure if it's going to be the next one because I have to reach out to a few uh, young ladies that I know and see if they'll come on the podcast and share their views about who is more responsible to avoid a pregnancy after a one-night stand. And so I look forward to that opportunity to get the female perspective on that because, as I said, I'm going to go out on the limb that I say that the woman should bear more responsibility because the woman will bear the burdens of the pregnancy as a single mom and the parental experience as a single mom. And trust me, I'm married. I have three children. 
And sometimes me and my wife, we like argue, well, who did, I did that, and you didn't do that, and you should do more, and you should, and you should, and you should. So raising children is hard with two parents. It must be, I I don't even, I can't even imagine life as a single parent. Because it's hard with two parents. And so I'm looking forward to bringing some couple of, you know, young ladies on the show and find out what their take is on this subject. I want to thank you again for spending time with me on this journey to discuss this topic on my podcast. And also, please subscribe and follow me. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. Spotify, Apple, Pandora. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember, love is an action, not a word. And it's not supposed to hurt. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.